Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you agree with Barry Cowan being sacked as the Agriculture Minister? Last night the news broke that Taoiseach Michal Martin, who'd been supporting him all along, had sacked him. Quite a shocking story when he came in first because we all thought, well, you know, he's a leader. You know, the Taoiseach is a leader. He made his decision, whether it was right or wrong at the start two weeks ago, to support him. And he made that decision and he said it on numerous occasions. Questions have been raised now, however, as the Taoiseach appeared to fully support Barry Cowan in his position as a minister right up to the last to last night, with some TDs now questioning what's changed. And according to the Irish Examiner, Michal Martin appealed uh, to Mr Cowan to seek an offer, uh, to offer another personal statement in the Dáil to clarify certain elements of the incident, meaning the allegation that he made a U-turn uh, to avoid the checkpoint. And Mr Cowan said to, is said to have refused that request, but Mr Michal Martin sought to give him time to consider the matter. Now, the leash awfully TD was found to be over the limit while driving himself and a friend home from an All-Ireland football final on the September the 18th and he was banned from driving for three months and received a €200 Euro fine because he was at the lower level. That's why he didn't. people are asking why didn't he go to court or why didn't he get a longer ban? Isn't it not three years? He was at the lower level. Remember in this country our drink driving legislation is very strict and rightly so um, and the old days of just getting penalty points at the lower level are gone. You now get a ban. Uh, the Sunday Times reported that he tried to avoid the checkpoint and Barry Cowan denies this and is taking steps under data protection uh, to have the record changed and also find out who the sources are. Sources say the Taoiseach uh, was of the view that it was simply not possible to refuse to answer any questions in public. Michal Martin is said to have had no option but to seek Mr Cowan's resignation. And uh, me, uh, Mr Cowan received a phone call from the Taoiseach with the news that he was being sacked. The Taoiseach informed me this evening by phone that he was removing me from the Office of Minister for Agriculture. I'm both surprised and disappointed at this stage. Um, I won't read out the whole statement at the moment um, because it's quite long. I did read it all out last night. But the Taoiseach said the Garda report raised additional issues requiring further explanation and clarification. He said it was the view of Barry Cowan uh, Barry Cowan had, no, had an obligation to come before the House and that the issue is damaging to the ongoing work of government. But uh, I do want to point out the last part, I mean, everything that I've kind of said has more or less been in his statement, but the last part of the statement I think is quite important, where Barry Cowan said it is important to re-emphasise the report was leaked in contravention of the protections that I and every other citizen is entitled to to expect and respect of their interaction with Angarda Shea Unfortunately, the decision of the Taoiseach to remove me from my office when he supported me this afternoon in the Dáil has undermined the and, and potentially prejudiced my entitlement to fair process. And I get what he's saying. He has a right, like everybody else in this country, to data protection. And unfortunately, that right was taken away from him. And I think it was prejudiced by the Taoiseach. Uh, by basically removing him from his job. Because when you remove somebody from the job, you're essentially saying they're guilty. Now, not guilty of the drink driving, because he admits that, but guilty of this accusation that's been made of him about doing a U-turn, which he's being questioned over. In other words, trying to avoid Angarda Sheikana. And he makes clear in his statement, Barry Cowan, that if he genuinely tried to avoid the Garda Sheikana, that would be a matter of record, which it is a matter of record at the moment that he wants changed. But he would have got a bigger fine. He'd have been taken to court. And he's probably right. Because if you did a U-turn and tried to avoid the guards, I'm pretty sure they would take a dim view of it. So I want to know what you think. Do you agree with Barry Cowan losing his position as Minister for Agriculture? Based on everything you know, based on the fact it was 2016, based on the fact that he already got his punishment, and based on the fact over the last two weeks he's been ridiculed. 
Do you agree with him being sacked now and losing his position? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. But first, uh, I want to go to Piers Doherty uh, from Sinn Féin, Deputy Leader and Spokesperson for Finance. Good afternoon to you, uh, Piers. Good afternoon. How are you? Uh, I mean, I know Mary Lou is now questioning why Michal Martin suddenly changed his mind. This is almost like an episode of Carnation Street last night. I mean, the, the drama unfolding of Michal sacking him, then Barry at half past nine going onto Twitter uh, with a full account and statement of what he believes is accurate news i mean realistically why do you think he changed his mind oh god only knows you know um what we had is a, a situation and we know the facts as, as we know them is that the pisha knew about uh, the alleged uh, pulse file uh, which alleged that barry Cowan tried to evade a guard the checkpoint which which he denies he, yeah yeah but he but the pisha knew of that allegation uh, over 10 days ago the Tisha had seen the actual record yesterday morning and had discussed it. Was, it, it was Barry handed to him by Barry Cowan yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he'd seen the physical record of it, but he knew it over a week before that. Uh, and he stood in the doll and he defended Barry Cowan. Not only that, um, you know, and that was yesterday during, at two o'clock from uh, during leaders' questions, from questioning from Mary Lou MacDonald. But not only that, probably more significant in my view is that, um, you know, Barry Cowan, came to the doll, made a fulsome apology and all the rest. We discussed this on the, on the show last week. Um, and, uh, you know, we thought that that was all the information that was there. He said that drip feeding of information was damaging. That's why he wanted to put everything on the record. He went far as back as talking about non-display of tax discs. But while he was given that information, he knew, as did the teacher know, knew, knew that there was an allegation of a very serious issue, which was uh, a failure to, to stop at the guard at the checkpoint. Uh, the fact or do a U-turn, as, as, as suggested. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the fact that the, the TISA allowed Barry Cowan to make an incomplete statement in the doll, the fact that he didn't challenge him for over a week, uh, raises serious questions. But, do you, but I mean, do you, I'm asking, do you believe Barry? Because... I, I kind of, I don't always believe politicians, right? I think we should, we've learned that yeah. throughout the years. But I, I would be of the belief that he's telling the truth in relation to that, because if indeed, as he says himself, he did do a U-turn or tried to evade on Garda Shea I would imagine he would have had more serious charges against him than just the ban and the fine. So I think a Garda Shea would have taken that, and would have taken a very dim view of him trying to evade him. So I, I, I can't understand why he would have only got the fine and the ban. Yeah, I, I don't know, and we need to see the actual record to see what was there. Was it a case that he, you know, I, I wouldn't even want to speculate to tell you the Gosling's truth. And, and, and I mean, he's got a fair exactly. bit of flack, Pierce, over the last two weeks. I mean, I mean, as, as Pat Buckley, your own man from Sinn Féin, has he got the same amount of flack? I don't think he has. No, I know he's but not. I know he's not a minister. I understand that. But, the, 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 but also the difference. Remember this here. Before Park Buckley was even up in court, he says, "No matter what happens, I'm putting my hands up. I, I went behind the wheel. It was my choice. It was completely wrong." Uh, and he sincerely apologised. And, and I know some of the papers ran this. I know he's never, he's never okay. driven since. I know. I know, you know some of the papers ran this as some sort of exclusive last week, whereas the Irish Examiner actually had it at the time, which it, so it wasn't exclusive. It was carried in RTE, and he did local radio and all the rest, and he put his hands up, and he hasn't driven since. As I said, I. I genuinely believe that the Irish public's fair, and I, I believe that politicians should come from all walks of life, which means that it's not a case of whiter than white. We'll make mistakes like everybody else, but it's always the lack of being fully transparent that is the problem here. So, you know, I, I think if Barry Cowan went and said, look, there's allegations there, but I'm contesting those allegations, that would have been 
the issue. That would have been probably a dip. There would have been other questions, but it wouldn't be as as bad as what has happened now, which is that he came before the doll. He he. But is, is Barry Cowan not? Su- but yeah, but is he not suggesting that he didn't know what was on Pulse? That he no, wasn't he, aware that this was on Pulse? That he tried to evade on Garda Shikhan at the time, and that that now obviously he's questioning this with Garda Shikhan, who are now going to investigate no, no. the matter. Barry Cowan made a statement on Tuesday night uh, last week. Barry Cowan and the T-shirt the weekend before that uh, discussed this matter and discussed the uh, allegation that he actually tried to evade a guard at the checkpoint. So both men knew that that allegation was there. It came from the media. Uh, they knew that and they kept that from the public. They kept that from the doll. And that's the issue. That's the issue. The, the reality is, and what this smells like, is that the T-shirt was happy enough to let this ride. The teacher was happy enough to say nothing. The teacher was happy enough to facilitate the fact that Barry Cowan didn't make a complete statement until the fact that actually yesterday the teacher's own judgment was being called into question by Mary Lou MacDonald because she rightly challenged him and said, you knew about this. The rest of the public didn't know. You knew this allegation happened. How could you sit and watch Barry Cowan give that statement knowing that, you know, t- suggesting that this is all of the information, you know, the comments... Oh, sorry, he, but sure, he can't make the right decision and then he makes the decision to sack him and now Mary Lou is asking him, you know, why did you change your mind? So, I mean, it's, it, no matter what he had to say, it wasn't going to be the right thing anyway. My argument would be, Pierce, that I, he made a decision two weeks ago to support him. He made a decision when he found out about what was on the pulse system to support him. And now changing his mind, I believe, shows bad leadership. Well... You stick to your guns or don't do it. Well, we were all taken by surprise is not one person of the opposition called for Barry Cowan, right or wrong, for him to be sacked or to be removed. We actually called for him to answer questions. Uh, the Tisha at half past two voted and marched his troops in to vote against shutting down questions. And now he's given us a narrative. The reason he sacked him is because Barry Cowan wouldn't answer the questions. Last week, the teacher did exactly the same thing, refused the ability for Barry Cowan to answer questions. And unfortunately, on that occasion, he was supported by Alan Kelly okay. and the Labour so, Party. Okay, so, the, so okay. you know, it okay. just doesn't stack up. And it appears to me that the Michael Martin was being pulled into this here. His judgment was seriously under scrutiny. Would you have sacked him? Seriously flawed as a flawed Pierce, as a Pierce, result. would you, Pierce? And he defended himself. Pierce, if you, if, you, if you were the leader of Sinn Féin and you were in government and one of your ministers had done the same thing, would you have sacked him? Well, let me say this here. If I was leader of Sinn Féin and I was appointing the cabinet, I would have wanted to have that conversation with him first first before I appointed him. And I think that's probably the first error of judgment where there was no conversation between Mial Martin and his ministers in relation to issues like this. As I said... But I mean, if the events events as they've unfolded over the last two weeks happened in your leadership, if you were leader, or what do you believe Mary Lou would do? Because I'm sure you know her quite well and she's a very strong woman. you can't take me to that point because, first of all, I would have asked the question at the start. Second of all, if Barry Cowan got up and, and gave a statement and tried to suggest, as he did to the public, and he grovelled and he apologised, and I think it was sincere and heartfelt. Oh, he was. He said he was but, ashamed of what he did. If, yeah. I was sitting, if I was sitting in the thesis office looking at that happening and saying, hang on a second, me and Barry Cowan were talking about the fact that there's an allegation that he did a U-turn and he hasn't put that on the record, I would have been demanding that he come to my office that night and say you need to get back into the doll in the morning put all of the information on the record uh, and and that's it and if he failed to do that there was a not responsibility on the teacher to do that but the teacher didn't do that he actually allowed this to stay quiet for a week and it was only after then the Sunday newspapers broke the story which they may not have because remember Barry Cowan was uh, threatening legal action 
Mm-hmm. That this this became an issue for Michael Martin and what Michael Martin knew and how. Well, well, the whole thing got rather childish then. It, was, it turned into a blame game as to who was the snitch. I mean, that, that was what was going on during the week. Yeah. And, other, and other TDs, of course, have denied that. Okay, well, moving on from Barry Count, and, I, and I'll come back to that with my callers in a minute. Obviously, as uh, a spokesperson for finance in Sinn Fein, you would have been very interested in the Apple story today. And it seems now the European Commission previously ordered, of course, the US company to hand over the 13 billion in unpaid tax and over 1 billion in interest payments to the Irish government. Uh, now, not the case. So now Apple, by the way, have made a statement in relation to this. And they said, they, of course, they are one of the biggest taxpayers in the world. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't know if you believe, uh, surely if we had have got this money, they, we would have been in danger, or if we had have been in danger losing this case, it would be send out a very bad message that we don't have sovereignty over our own tax decisions. So surely it's a good thing uh, that we won this appeal. No, the, the issue here is not about sovereignty. Because the European courts or the Commission has made rulings in the past in relation to state aid against Ireland, and we didn't challenge them. We didn't throw out the rattle out of the pram or, 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 or suit up the lawyers and challenge them. Because, like in every single finance bill, uh, we actually have to look for state aid approval. So even though we have sovereignty, there is an issue that you can't give, give selective advantage to one company over another. So but, that's it. That's but the, but they, have, they have ruled that it wasn't. I mean, the judgment said the general court annuals, uh, the uh, contested decision because the commission did not succeed in showing uh, to the requisite legal standard that there was an advantage for the purposes of the Article uh, 107. In other words, the idea that this was state aid was kind of rubbish. And then it's all centred around, of course, the two companies, ASI and AOE, who they claim um, uh, were being given some sort of selected adv- or selective advantage. Um, and they're saying that wasn't the case at all. Now, I understand yeah. these two particular companies pay damn all tax in this country, but Apple pay a massive amount of tax in this country, and not just tax, but their staff pay income tax and everything else. And the danger is that we send out this message, you know, it's damaging to our, I suppose, our attractiveness to multinational companies. Well, first of all, if this, if this structure were to apply today, these companies would be paying tax because... The loophole that is there has been closed down since 2014 because I actually published legislation to close it down. What does it mean? There's three companies that Apple have. They have a number of companies, but there's three of them in Ireland which are incorporated here but have no tax residency, which means they don't have to pay tax here, but they also don't have to pay tax anywhere in the world. So these are what's called stateless companies. These companies generated over 10 years 104 billion euro of profits. And yet our tax code allowed them for no taxation here or anywhere else in the world. That loophole could have been closed down at any time. Unfortunately, it only happened in 2014. So what the, what the court has ruled today is that there was no selective advantage to Apple, that this is part of general tax law, uh, and therefore there was no state aid issue. But actually, that's quite embarrassing for Ireland, that we would actually have that type of facility to allow this massive amount of tax to go on, on, on tax here or anywhere in the world. That said... This is only half time. The rest blown up the whistle. It was always going to be appealed either by Ireland, Apple, or I'm sure the European Commission. And, you know, anybody who thinks that this may be over, and it will be, you know, it's, it's legal interpretation, but I've seen major cases, like there was a big case in Spain, the Santander case. It was seen as a kind of a, a, a signpost in terms of what could happen with Apple. The, the court ruled that the European Commission was wrong, that it wasn't state aid. It was appealed by the, to the European Court of Justice. The European Court of Justice overturned it and said, no, the Commission was right. In relation to shipbuilding, uh, tax uh, state aid rule in, in Spain, uh, again, just two years ago, the European Court of Justice says, no, the lower court was wrong. 
So there is obviously a no, I, I know, I know Apple have had again. issues. I know Apple have had issues in France and in Italy, of course, they were taken to court as well for taxes, unpaid taxes as well, or avoidance, if that's what the word you want to use. Yeah, Apple's, but their statement said this case was not about how much tax we pay, uh, but where we, where we were required to pay it. We're proud to be the largest taxpayer in the world. And as we know, the important role that tax payments play in society. Now, I mean, that would be a fact, wouldn't it? I mean, some people yeah, would suggest that it's almost anti-capitalist to, to ha- keep having a go at them all the time. No, look, yeah, of course they're the biggest taxpayer in the world because they're the biggest company in the world. Like, they've got the cash profits. I think the last time I was looking at a report is a couple of years ago. Now it's about €170 billion. Euro. Like, they're bigger than many countries in the world. Uh, so, of course, they're, they're that. They're that. But mm. it doesn't take a, get away from the fact that the profits that recorded in the Irish incorporated companies aren't taxed here or anywhere in the world. That's, that's the reality. Okay. They are stateless. Tim Cook, who's the CEO, swore on the Bible in the US Senate in 2013 and actually made all these points. He talked about that there was a tax agreement with Ireland. But, uh, but there was a suggestion at one stage, I think, in France that these uh, CEOs could have been jailed, by the way, in relation to the yeah. tax. Well, but, but look, I, I have to wrap up here because I've gone completely out of time. And just to mention as well that Derek Cleary has just been appointed Minister for Agriculture, in case you didn't know that, but I'm sure you did. Um, I, I, I expected that because obviously that's another question of judgment from the the the, the, the to why he wasn't appointed in the first All right. place. But, All right. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Pierce Doherty, Sinn Fein, and Deputy Leader of Spokesperson for Finance. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.